Don't talk, just listen. I'm sorry what I did to content. You are listening to it. Fire emergency. Please don't talk to listen. I'm sorry, I killed that girl. What's up to everybody? Hey. All right, so welcome, welcome, welcome to the Grim Fix Podcast. I'm so excited um, to be here. I I love the the feedback we've gotten so far. I love yes. and I appreciate everybody who watched our YouTube channel that listened to the episode and showed love. So uh, yes, <laughs> subscribe. so um jim will call it uh we're still in the works just in case so we're trying to work on our intros we're trying to work on some graphics for the channel um we already have we already own uh the grimfixpodcast.com yes um yes sir so little by little it's falling into place if anybody who's listening to us if you are a graphic designer and want to do something please shoot us a dm on instagram grim fix podcast um yeah here we are (laughs) (laughs) today we went through the paranormal stuff so today yeah we're trying to do so we want to do we're all into the true crime and we have a bunch of like really good episodes up ahead, but we also want to mix in the whole, you know, paranormal and stuff like that. And, and so we found some information being that. So for those of you who live in America, you might not, well, yeah, maybe they do. I think everywhere, America, everywhere around the world, they got their urban legends. They got their what is it, folklore? That's what they call it. Folklore, uh, urban legends. Uh. Yes. Yeah, every, everybody's heard about ghost stories, stuff like that. So when you grow up in a place like PR, so for those of you that don't know, JR and Charles are currently right now in Puerto Rico. Um, so what? If you hear <laughs> sadly to say, if you hear <laughs> weird noises, this is not special effects. That's nature over there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Excuse <laughs> for the dog in the first episode. So, um, yeah. So we all grew up with these stories. We grow up with like these like scary stories. Um, anybody have a story they want to share that they grew up with? Something they were afraid of? Wow. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, surrounded by brave men. <laughs> uh, no, well, you as I, uh, no, we're not brave men with these kind of stories. Listen, I was the biggest uh, brick shitter, if you want to call it that. <laughs> I was such a scaredy cat. Like, I was, listen, let me give you a little bit of context. I grew up watching horror movies since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, like my brother loved it. My parents loved it. 
it's what we watched. And I, as a kid, I was like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then nighttime came. <laughs> <laughs> when nighttime I came, know. that's where all that bravery went out the window. <laughs> I was super scared of the dark. I always thought like the worst things ever. Um, I remember in PR, when we first moved to Puerto Rico, we lived in, in countryside, right? It's country. It was an old house. Apparently, the person who owned the house was a, what do you want to call it? A warlock? Somebody who's into witchcraft. Uh, yeah, that's mm, yeah. I mean, a, a man witch. Man witch. <laughs> man witch. <laughs> so, supposedly, right, there were things that uh, people saw. Um, I remember my mom telling me a few times that she had moments where she would end up yelling at one of what she thought was one of us to go to bed. We were already in bed and she would see (coughs) kids in the house. Right. So one of the stories that we were told is that years ago, that house, I think it was like a, a center for deaf and mute kids. Something like that. That's what I was told. It was a family, and they were like, uh, they had special needs. That's what I'm saying. That's that's how stories. I mean, go. I do know the owner was into the whole witchcraft of that. I do know because I knew him exactly personally. So we all grow up with stories like that. You got stories like uh, when you go to the beach in my hometown of Isabela. There's a beach, very famous beach now, is Hobos Beach. Um, gets tons of tourists every year. Every why did this stop? Okay, so yeah, it gets tons of tourists, and but apparently there's a story tied to that beach because there's a sector called El Pozo de Jacinto, which is what Jacinto's well, right? Yeah, Jacinto's well. So. Apparently, this was a man. He was a country person. He had, I think, a cow that he would walk through the various. pastures. Huh? He had various. But he, I guess there was one in particular that he would tie to himself. I know that supposedly the, the cow fell through the hole <coughs> and it was tied it was, to like his ankle or some shit. Yeah, the story is that there was a uh, he took it out during a thunderstorm, I think it was, or it was just raining and out of the blue this um this thunder strike i guess that's what you call it or a lightning strike it scared the cow the cow just blasted running and fell in the well dragging him with it that's how i know so yeah the thing is that now supposedly you go to this beach and if you yell at that part right because it's it's a beach i guess there's like a, a hole in the water <laughs> surrounded by rocks you yell at the if, hole and if you yell at the hole <laughs> and you say like jacinto traeme la vaca right which is jacinto that was his name bring me the cow i mean it, I, yeah it sounds stupid but that's what we grew up with <laughs> um then the water gets like the waves start crashing and the water gets all blah 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 so it reacts to it Supposedly, yes, that's that's the story. 
I know there are stories like in your town, JR, right? What is it? A gargoyle that they said <coughs> that they used to see? Gargoyles. Gargoyles? Yeah, I mean, there's a story. I, I had it queued up. I don't I don't know if I have it here, but it was supposedly there was a gargoyle that um that people saw. That people kept claiming that they saw this being with red eyes that would fly. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Mothman. Yeah. Yes. So I'm assuming it's something like that. Like yeah, everybody has of, red eyes. He has like red eyes. Chupacabras. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I have I I was looking, I was watching this uh a Netflix. <coughs> Excuse me. It's called I I, I send it to you guys. I don't know if it's called Unsolved. Yeah. So it's like different episodes of different things, and there's this specific episode where they're talking about like uh cryptic creatures and they talk about like Mothman and how which I didn't know this, the movie Mothman Prophecies. You guys ever seen it? Yes, I have yes. A, a while back. Yeah. yeah. Well yes. supposedly that movie is based on a true story. Uh I think it was in Maryland, I think it was, that they saw it. And there was a bridge that collapsed. And people claimed that days before they saw this quote unquote Mothman figure. So they started tying like the coincidences between every time somebody saw this Mothman, something terrible would happen. So the question that they ask is, is the Mothman the cause of this? Or was the Mothman trying to, to warn, warn them? Hebrew. Yeah. So that's hence the name Mothman Prophecies. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to do more digging because I would really like us to do an episode on that. Like that Mothman, Goatman. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. Like on Netflix, they have that and they talk about like Mothman. They talk about Goatman. They talk about... I mean, I have the names here because I wrote them down. I was like, yo, I've never heard of any of this. So there's something called the skunk ape. What? Skunk ape, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dog man which sounds silly, but yeah, I guess the it's sort of like, oh, like a werewolf. Um, they talk about Thunderbirds, which we think of cars, but it's also like the Native Americans. When they usually do those totem poles, there's like a, a bird always there. It looks like, I mean, I always, yeah, like on top or in the bottom, they always fit up. Well, I always thought it was an eagle, but those are Thunderbirds. And there's actually a video clip of somebody who was on a boat. And all of a sudden, from the trees afar, he sees these huge birds. And there's two of them. And all of a sudden, they just take flight. But these are like giant ass birds. There's videos of that. You guys can look for it, I guess, on, on YouTube. I'm assuming they have it. What's so, the yeah. show called again? Uh, I, need to, I need to watch this. The, the Unsolved, I think it is. There's a few episodes, different stuff, but <laughs> that one specifically is about like cryptic creatures. So they talk about the Van Meter Visitor. I don't know what that is. They talk about Goldman. They talk about the Mongolian Death Worm, which that's what inspired the movie Tremors. Oh, oh wow. Um, and then the Wendigo, which is, I think it's like a shapeshifter. That, that one sounds like the skinwalker. 
I'm telling you, it was really, really interesting. Like, so I took down the names. I was like, okay, so now we can do research individually into these creatures. Speaking of shapeshifters, did you guys see that uh, Supernatural, they're doing a spinoff, the Winchesters? Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that yesterday. I mean, I haven't seen it. I just saw the the promo. It's called the Winchesters. I haven't watched I, it. I hope it's as good as the show itself. Yeah, Supernatural was such a great show. It's just it started getting crappy. Like I stopped. I think I stopped dragged. watching. Yeah, I know David finished the whole thing. Like he went through it. He finished. No, I stopped watching. I think, too much. Yeah, I think I got up to like season ten. I want to say, and then they started getting into this whole like it was like the same story over and over. <laughs> Jules and heaven, and uh, it was enough for me. Yeah, it's that's where it started. So yeah. this is like a prequel to the show. Why? So this is like a prequel to the show. That's the what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like like it's a prequel because they just show uh young. Did I take a picture? Dean and Sam. Uh, no, they actually show it's a guy and a girl. So I don't I don't it's know. Not, I didn't um, dig into it. I just saw it. And I meant Jeffrey to Morgan? send it to you guys. What? It's not Jeffrey Morgan who's in it. I, think I don't that's know. I don't know. I just saw like a quick promo. Yes, the one who plays is the one up. who plays the father. The that's yeah, what I thought. I thought maybe it's a story of like the father or some shit. Yes. Let me see. Uh, what is it? The Winchesters. Yeah, it's a drama series. Uh, Winchesters. Okay. Okay, you gonna tell me what it's about? Okay, it's an upcoming American dark fantasy drama television series developed by Robbie Thompson. Jensen Ackles and Daniil Ackles. It is a spin-off prequel of Supernatural from which Ackles reprises his role as a series narrator. The series is scheduled to premiere October 11, 2022. Okay, nice. Yeah, cool. So yeah, Jensen Ackles, who is it? Dean, right? Yeah, Dean Winchester. Yes. Yeah, Dean Winchester. But in The Dean Boys, Winchester. he's, what is it? Uh, Oh my god, what's his name in the boy? You guys don't watch the boys? No. No. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I have Oh my god. No, I, what? what is No. What is that show anyway? The boys? Uh, okay, the boys. I understood the boys. I'm like, whoa. whoa. The, no, boy, the boys. The no, that's episode. a shit. No. That I saw the first episode and it kind of just I don't know. What? No. So he comes out in that show in season Two, I think it is. I think they're on season three now. No, no season three. These oh, they're on season superheroes. Two. I don't know. It's yo. It's it just kind of didn't do it for me. Oh. Like that first episode what? was supposed to pump me up, and it was just like I was I was literally falling asleep. What? No. Yes. What? Nah. Yeah, it was stupid. Look, <laughs> remember when that, that that guy just ran really. and took the girl right out of the uh, took the girl like. Just dragged her and blew her up for some reason. He just bumped into her, supposedly. Yeah, but that's that's what makes it real. I mean, think about it. Think <laughs> How about are you it. gonna if stay you have, with her hands? How are you gonna but, stay with her okay, hands? Okay, but think about it. If you had if the flash, right? True. And the flash is running at that speed that he runs, and all of a sudden, by mistake, he bumps into somebody. What do you think is gonna happen? Okay, they're gonna I guess they're gonna burst. They're gonna blow up. 
Well, that's I, what I understand saying. that, but come on. <laughs> Why are you gonna Listen, stand? I don't know if you guys it, it who are was... listening have seen The Boys. It's on <laughs> Amazon Prime. This show to me, and I'm not big on superhero movies and shows, but this show shows me what life would really be like if superheroes were real. Like the greed, <clears throat> the whole that they want to be famous, how some of them, you know, they get corrupted. Yo, uh, there's a superhero. Oh, great. I need to that's, catch up. Uh, yo, and then uh, anyway, well, Jensen Ackles or Ackles, whatever his name is, he I does the character Soldier Boy, and it's a stupid name, yeah. But, but his he's like the shit, like he's indestructible. And nah, man, this show is crazy. Like the fact that you have a superhero that was in the times of Hitler. And was a Nazi and is a superhero, mega racist. Like I'm telling you, man, like if superheroes I, were real, that's I'm exactly how it would be. I'm going to sit down and watch it. Just, but I have yes. to watch it like at a certain time. Because if I start watching it like at night, yeah. I'll just doze off. Nah, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm not big on superhero movies and shows. That show is the shit. You need to check it out. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So, um, Anyway, so speaking of, right, we were talking about the whole ghost stories and, you know, uh, spirits and whatnot. Um, So we started doing some digging, right? And we found some, I guess, spirits. I mean, I wanted to read this part first before we go into the nitty gritty of it. Just to give people an understanding of what we're talking about. This is a website called uh, thingsguyana.com. And what we'll be talking about today is evil spirits from the Caribbean, right? I tried looking when I talk about Caribbean, right? We are from the Caribbean, like Puerto Rico, Caribbean. But I didn't find anything. I I mean, I'm sure there must be tons of stories. I haven't found them yet. Just a few like stories that we already know. So we decided to keep searching and we stumbled onto the name of Jumbies, right? Jumbies. Some people Jumbies. spell it J U M B E E S. Some people spell it J U M B I E S. And I'm assuming some people might spell it J U M B Y S, right? So, reading off this article here, this is going to give you right uh, an insight to what is that we're talking about. I found it super interesting right so it says that different cultures have different concepts of jumbi but the general idea is that people have been evil people that have been evil are destined to become instruments of evil quote unquote jumbi and death right so apparently it's people that are evil when they die their soul we want to look at it that way becomes this this entity, this this spirit, right? So it says that jumbies are said to possess people during ceremonies called jumbie dances, which are accompanied by jumbie drums. It is believed that the spirit separates from the body three days after death, at which point the havoc begins. Jumbies are believed to have the ability to shape shift, usually taking the form of a dog, a pig, or more likely a cat. 
And I found that really interesting. I think, I mean, I know I've heard from my part of the island, I've heard of people that, that, that say, right. Oh, I knew this person, this person could shape shift. Oh, this person was a witch. Oh, um, what is it that you would find? I think that if you would, the belief, right. I'm not saying this is what I believe. These are the stories I've been told that I think if you go outside and I think if you see something like poop, but it's like orange poop in the grass, that means that a witch was there. I know. What? <laughs> well, that, that means somebody saying, ate a lot of pumpkins. These are the stories what? that I've been told. Like that, if you go that, out, this is the this is the first time that I've ever heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you get orange poop, and you, orange poop, so, orange poop. So supposedly, is that there was a witch there, right? I know I've heard candy of people corn here, <laughs> people in the south, that they talk about. Um, so when you wake up, right? I I know that in the South, there's a belief like, so, you know, when you sometimes, I mean, if it's happened to you, that you wake up and you feel like you can't move, you have like that paralysis. Mm -hmm. They say that in the spirit world, there's a witch or a hag is riding you. She's on top of you, holding you down, right? Holding you down. Okay. So, um, jumbies in Guyana take many forms. We have various names for them, as well as, for example, right? They have one called the Baku, the Moongazer, right. and the Ole Igwe. Here they only mention three, but we have more than that, right? Um, it talks about the Dutchman Jumbi, which uh, are second only to the Ole Igwe in depth of belief in them and how common they are found in present day Gaia in, in Guyana lore. Dutchman is considered the most frightening of them all and take the blame of most of the evil. Okay, wait. And take blame for the most evil of acts that explanations defy. Dutchman is considered the most frightening of them all. Many <laughs> trees in Guyana are called Dutchman trees. Yeah. If one climbs these trees or cuts at it or anything violently, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had that. They, <laughs> okay. They wrote it horribly. Okay, so we, okay, <laughs> wait, wait. If one climbs these trees or cuts it or anything else like that, <laughs> the Dutchman Jumbie will cause them to fall and break their neck or spine, or they get violently ill or encounter all sorts of bad karma. Each village has its own tale. In an area of the West Demerara, the story goes that a Dutchman and his dog torment and were generally cruel to their slaves and would hang them for no real reason or as a warning to others any who climbed the tree dug at its roots or tried to mark the tree were commonly found dead within days at the most that reminds me of spongebob of spongebob or well, the flying dutchman <laughs> Oh, I also I also read that um they would kill slaves and bury them with their treasure uh to guard them their possessions and their punishment was that they were brought back to haunt the landscape when they were dead because of what they did. You see, like I mean it makes you think. Um 
I always say, I, you have to believe, right, to a certain point. I mean, if you believe in good, you have to believe in evil, right? True. Um, True. I feel like, I don't know, like, I, I, I do believe these stories to a certain point. There's just some no, things no, that no, it's like. These, ah. these stories that they go a little bit too far. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's like well, originally what we were saying is like when when we go down the list of different zombies that we found, I mean, you can literally make I think a horror movie out of all of them. Well, Each one would be a character for a movie. <clears throat> the one that I when I really caught interest was um, Baku. That one I was just bugging out with it because it's I'm gonna read to you. Look, the Baku is from Guyana. It's a cheeky little creature and it's small dwarf-like entity that resembles a leprechaun, right? Mm -hmm. That's about what, three feet high? Probably, yeah, give or take. Okay. Bakus are like, well, in my opinion, Bakus are like kids in their terrible tools in which they create havoc wherever they go. They are known for moving shit around, pelting houses with rocks, and they piss or annoy anyone they choose. You know, it's like that. Little cartoon, that little cartoon clip they use with Stewie saying, Mom, Mom, Mom Mommy. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Lewis, Mom, 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 Mommy, 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 Mama, Mama. What? Hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi. Uh, Bakus hate daylight. They rather do their shit at night or in the dark. These creatures can shape shift. Or turn invisible. Doesn't doesn't anyone you know wouldn't mind having that? <laughs> I wouldn't mind turning shape shifting or turning invisible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, it is believed that if you provide the Baku with milk and bananas, um, they will provide you with wealth, riches, and grant you any wish you want. Mm. Like I said. It's there's nothing scary about it. This guy, this guy in Guyana, had a pet Baku on a shelf really high up, in which he had to use a ladder to reach it at night to feed it its yummy repeated tribute of milk and bananas. One day, the owner had to bounce on a business trip and left his servant to feed the Baku, and, you know, every night. Uh, okay, the owner had explained to the servant to leave the bananas and milk at the top of the ladder and not look at it. The owner knew that the servant would not listen and look at it while it ate, and that Baku would frighten him. I guess the curiosity killed the cat and the servant. So the servant surprised when he sneaked a peek, he found himself with a big black snake. When he came face to face with that snake, it frightened him to the point where he fell back he fell back from the ladder and broke his neck. Why does everybody break their neck? The Dutchman breaks his neck. The Baku breaks his neck. All right, that's like a big theme there. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's hell. So basically, the Baku is a Caribbean leprechaun. Well, yeah, that's sounds like a leprechaun, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like one of these Puerto Rican midgets here. <laughs> because it's three feet. Uh, the chubby, cheeky. Hello. It's one of these Caribbean guys that eat a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
You gotta show him the pic. The pic is a little monkey. It looks like a little monkey with fat cheeks. I don't know. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, then go to YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put up images so you can see what we're looking at. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so before we go even further, right? Uh, this article that I'm reading, it seems to be somebody who grew up in Guyana, obviously. Guyana. Yeah, most of these stories are from Guyana. So, so what they're telling you is how their upbringing was, right? Uh, you know, being surrounded with all these beliefs and, you know, their parents and some people that grow up with this, I mean, that's all they know. And they, I mean, it's like religion. When people grow up with religion, everything surrounds religion, right? So he says here that growing up with Guyanese parents, he says that they would throw these tantrums beyond this universe. If you didn't take off your slippers and walk through the door backwards when coming home late at night. Which we'll get into why that is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the ways to avoid. Uh, it says that Jumbi. right. Um, they would yell at him, saying stuff like, you know, oh, bringing Jumbi in the house was the most. It was he was it was the most common used term. It says that older folks would say to go to a shop, buy lime lemon, red lavender, and blue, and mix it together, and bathe from head, right from. From your head, rid yourself. Yeah, from head to toe, I'm assuming, to rid yourself of all the evil. There was absolutely nothing intriguing about listening to Jumbie stories at night, especially the windy ones. Our favorite expression when Guyanese say goodbye at night is "Don't let the Jumbie hold you." Jumbie is always on the minds of many Guyanese walking home at night. Walking past a cemetery can be especially frightening. The ghost of three times great grandfather. Clute the Nyern Kirk was rumored <laughs> I probably butchered that. was uh, rumored to have existed at Watuka and Noitget Noitgedach Upper Demarara over a hundred years after his death. I'm just reading, man. It says that stories that were told that at dusk, it says that at dusk the clip clop sounds of the hooves of the white horse which old Clute once owned could be heard as Clute made his way home from his plantation. The horse would snort and sometimes whinny as terrified relatives hurried indoors. Some even saw the Dutchman as he rode in the twilight of the evening. Some older relatives also felt the haunt of the many slaves that were buried there. Children were brought up on scary jumby stories. In Guyana, there's a famous silk cotton tree that is in the middle of the road of perseverance. Legend has is that this tree is a jumbie tree or a Dutchman tree. The spirits in the tree are so powerful that the engineers who were building the road could not cut down the tree. And as such, the road was split in two to avoid the tree. That's what it says here. So, so apparently, I guess, yeah, um, that tree, I mean, they couldn't even build. They couldn't cut it down. They had to build around it. Okay. I've never heard of that, though, like trees having like spirits or being haunted or what whatnot. Like, that, that's heard, a new, new concept. I've heard of trees having stuff like that, but not exactly 
or about zombies and whatnot. So I mean, besides what Game of Thrones, that what is it the the three eyed raven, talking tree, the three eyed <laughs> tree, one. Hey, Pocahontas. Look at Pocahontas. Pocahontas. <laughs> the willow tree, I think it is, right? The willow tree. I've never watched Pocahontas. <laughs> I remember the Anything. trees in Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. So that is right. The introduction of what we're talking about, right? Uh. We also found this article on paranormalcatalog.net. It's called Jumbi Demons of the Caribbean. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Uh, to me, it's Caribbean. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I use both either way. Yep. So Caribbean. Uh, I guess it depends on the sentence, you know. It says the Caribbean is a beautiful place with beautiful people. But if you find yourself out after dark, watch out for jumbies. Jumbies, <laughs> sometimes spelled jumbie, J-U-M-B-I-E, or J-U-M-B-Y, are demons or evil spirits originating in the Caribbean or the Caribbean. The name jumbie is the generic name given to the whole cluster of malevolent entities. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Jumbie is like saying a demon, right? It demon could be a demon or an evil spirit, but it has a name. Like it's 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 a spirit or a demon, but it has a name. I'm guessing that's what jumbie means. It's like saying demon or spirit. Okay. But it says whole cluster, and a cluster means that's more than one, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But There's that's what, but then they break them down them. by name. Oh. Okay. So, uh, some believe to be spirits of the deceased and some believe to be demons. A jumbie is much more sinister than a run-off-the-mill ghost. Jumbies are believed to be spirits of terrible, evil people who were destined to become agents of destruction upon their deaths. The idea of jumbies is influenced by the cultural melting pot that is the Caribbean. Caribbean is a melting pot. I mean, there's so many, right? And here they only mention, like, it says jumbies have similarities to mythological creatures from African, Dutch, East Indian, English, and even Chinese cultures. But, I mean, when you talk about the Caribbean, you also have, like, Spanish culture. You have uh, Taino culture. That's all in the Caribbean. Uh, okay, so we have gathered a collection of different jumbies to tell you about. But there are thousands more in different cultures around the Caribbean. So the first one we spoke about was the Baku. All right. So what you got for us now? Well, over here, I have the Ole Hig, I think it is pronounced. Ole Igwe. Ole Igwe. Oh, well, it means in English, it would be an old hag. It says That's the old folklore tale in Guyana of a jumbie called Ole Igwe. For us that speak English, it's old hag. It's an old soul or witch-like woman or man with vampire customs, though most of the story about the Ole Higwe is based on a woman. They have vampire customs due to the fact that they suck the bloods of babies most of the time, the victims or while the victims are sleeping. Though it doesn't matter, they will take any prey of a baby if if a baby is not found. They tend to live on the edge of the village and come out during the day 
but during the night they show their true form. During the night they will shed their skin like, like it was some old dress and hang it on a tree or put it in a mortar. Their true form are flying uh, fly as a flying ball of flame. They use to their advantage because they that's how they are able to get inside the houses of the victims. They enter through the keyhole. There's so many ways to get in the house, and they decide <laughs> to get in through the keyhole. Yeah, that that part of them, uh, a fireball. That's not impressive to me. Like that. no, it's not. That but it, 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 like, it's, I, it's ridiculous. the keyhole. It's the keyhole thing. That <laughs> it's the, the keyhole thing. No, but you got to see it. Well, I'll read it further on on how they kill it. Okay. That's what you're going to be like, yeah, hugging out. That's going to be the ending because basically <laughs> it goes into how to kill them and avoid them, right? I think it's all in general, how to avoid them. Well, yeah, they have a list of how to avoid. If you encounter how to avoid, I don't know, some survival so, kit. So you guys can't complain. You see the, at the Grim Fix podcast. We're not only telling you about it, we're going to tell you how to save your life from it. All right? <laughs> You're welcome. And right. back so, to the story. It says, most homes in Guyana have a manacle broom made from... This is, you're going to laugh at this. Most homes in Guyana have a manacle broom made from manacle palm hanging over their doorway in which they use to beat the crap out of the Ole Igwe when she enters the home and gets distracted by a variety of things in which are left for her, like a bowl of uncooked rice and okay. bottles of various goodies. Okay. So, wait, so in, I didn't... In their house, they have what? A broom? They have... Okay. It's like here in Puerto Rico, they make a broom out of like... Uh, over here, and they a call straw, it Yeah, a straw broom. A yeah, straw, straw broom. broom. Well, I'm guessing it's made out of the, the strands from the palm tree. I guess it's a certain oh, okay, okay. So they okay. hang it. They literally hang it over the doorway and keep it there. You know, they come in through the keyhole. They got the broom right up there. But you know, Smack there's the actually, I think, I think it's Catholic people <laughs> that do that, too. You guys well, never yeah. noticed that? I did notice. That. I never I'm talking like about old school, associated. old school people. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, I never associated it with this until now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can see, like, the similarities. Um, like, I remember, I'm talking about years ago. I remember, like, older, older people. Not, I'm talking about old people that I've spoken to. And you go to their house, and some of them have, I mean, most of them have been, like, Catholic people. And they do the little, like, palm tree strands tied up into, like, a little broom. And then they tie it up at top of the door, right? And yes. I remember asking and the reasoning that they gave me. All right. So something people need to understand is in old culture. I don't know about other countries. I can talk about the culture I grew up around. Right. Exactly. So when you grow up around these old customs and culture in Puerto Rico or the Caribbean, but Puerto Rico. There's a lot of people that grew up around what they call espiritismo, right? Which is what? Spiritualism. Spiritualism, right? And some of them branch out into what they call santeria. Some of them, uh, I mean, because it, it becomes, it's sort of like a religion for them as well. So they have espiritismo. They have santeria. 
Uh, then it goes back into like black magic and it goes into brujeria, witchcraft. Mm -hmm. So it's like different branches and different people believe differently, right? Depending where on the island or who you grew up around or what did you choose to believe. Now, most of these people, when you talk to them, and I've talked to many along the years, they all come from Catholic backgrounds. So you will see little customs of things that they do that when you really do your research, you'll be able to tie it back to the Bible. So something like this with the palm tree strands or whatever you want to call it. I asked and the reasoning is they did it in honor of Christ. Uh, and Christ. Palm came, Sunday? Yeah, for Palm Sunday, uh, Catholics celebrate Palm Sunday. They, you know, they carry around with the thing, whatever. Um, so these people that believe this and they'll tell you, oh, no, this is to, you know, uh, scare off the evil spirits or whatnot, you know. So they 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 tie this thing on their door. They put a nail right. and they tie it up there. So the more you know, <laughs> the more you know, the battle. But I'm still waiting. How are you going to defeat it? Okay, no, 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 there's like I had said they put you know why? Well, I believe they put uncooked rice. The uncooked uh, believe okay. I believe me, these zombies or the E way, they suffer from O C D. Why I say that? Because <laughs> if they see a bowl of uncooked rice, they will have the urge and tendency. Uh, they okay. Uh, the urge or tendency to count the grains of rice, and that is the chance to beat them to death with m a mere broom from the manacle palm. Or sometimes <laughs> these hags turn into fire. They tend to go in through the keyhole. So, so the Guyanese believe that if they put a key at the very moment that hag tries to get in, <laughs> they will be crushed. With a key that, and that, that sounds so complicated, man. It is. They gotta be watching through the <laughs> keyhole, waiting just at the right moment, sticking the key and crush them. <laughs> not only wow. that, not only that, they uh, after you, you can try that. If you find their skin that they shed it, you put hot peppers in it, <laughs> in it so the hag can burn when they try to get back in it. Really, wow. hot peppers, hot peppers, hot peppers, a key, a broom. <laughs> it sounds like a, a some Caribbean at the clue game. I hate it because they add these. It's like, you know, it's like when you watch a movie and they put so much effort into like the plot and you're like, oh, shit. And then they come up with a stupid ending. Exactly. It's like a That's rush a ending. That's what yes. most of these uh, solutions sound like. It's like, ah, you know, all right. Ah, fuck it. Just put a bowl of rice. <laughs> you know, put a bowl of rice. Yeah, let them count it. The thing is, they got to count it before daylight. So, so you just put a whole sack of rice. They'll never finish. Just let them. They, they, I guess they die in the daylight. I don't know. Yeah, the daylight kills them, apparently. <laughs> like vampires. <laughs> This I'm gonna give you a survival how to prevent a zombie encounter. Hold up, let's <laughs> before we go there, let's give them another zombie. 
Oh, okay, cool. So we have, let's see, let's talk about. The I I I have the Moko Jombi. Oh, you really? looked into you, that? You, guys, you looked you, into you guys, it. You guys, you guys I was the just bugging out yes, with indeed. that. I, I saw today, yes, as a matter of fact, I looked up and... <laughs> they actually have a movie. I saw it, I, I got into something else. It was like a lot to read. I was like, fuck it. I wanted these people to do it. Well, I did my research on Wikipedia. I, I did my research on Wikipedia and oh, it came shit. out. It's and Wikipedia, I was like, wait, it must be true. Wiki, it must be yeah, real. it must be true. It must be true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Upon reading it, it uh, upon reading it, I uh, it shows that not jumbies are bad because it says that the moko jumbies are stilt walkers for oh, dancers. Yeah. Yes, that's, that I saw. Yes. <laughs> Moko and then it says that moko means a uh, healer in Central Africa. Okay. And they wear colorful garbs and carnival masks. And it makes me think of over here of the gigantes. Yes. Okay. That that I saw. That's interesting. When I started looking for Puerto Rico, it kept coming that out. That is a mogoyombi. <laughs> and yes. I was like, eh. That is a mogoyombi. <laughs> so talking, okay, now for the people... <laughs> That not only English, moco over here in Puerto Rico means booger. Mm-hmm. booger. So it's a booger jumbie. A booger, booger jumbie. Moco is a Gumby. healer, right? Moco yeah. is a healer. So <laughs> yes. that means if I stick my finger in my nose, take out a booger, and wipe it on somebody's, uh, I guess, uh, cut or burn or whatever, they will heal. Yeah, Probably. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, also in PR we have something called Vejigantes, and they have like festivals about that. And I mean, it all ties back. Yes. I'm assuming to like our African descendants, right? Yes, it looks like the Brazil uh, carnivals. Yeah, so it's like a mass, and then they put like horns and stuff like that all over with bells and stuff and glitter. So for those of you Later. who are watching on YouTube, you will see what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you're not, then just imagine it. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> it says that they uh, considered it a god that watched over the village with its towering height. And it was able to foresee danger and evil since they were so tall. See, So, this so basically, I was a protector of the town. Yeah. I was wondering yes. why they were always on stilts over here. Yeah, so... I didn't know that. Oh, and as a fun fact, it says that they were non-existent in carnivals until the early 90s, where these two dudes called uh, Moose and Dragon. Yes, that's what it says. <laughs> Brought them back. And even though uh, they came from Africa, Trinidad had made it into its own, as well as St. Craig's and U.S. Virgin Islands, which means Puerto Rico as well. Mm. So basically, it became part of the culture. So there you go. Ah. That's a mogojombi for you. There you go. That shit kills me. That shit kills me, mogojombi. The more you know. With the rainbow like this. (laughs) 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 So, um, all right. So another one we have. This one is not so nice. This one is called the Shurail. Shurail. The Shurail are similar to vampires or banshees and come from East Indian culture. The Jumbi is said to look like a young human woman. <coughs> their feet, this I found interesting, their feet are turned backwards 
That's face creepy. In the wrong way. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> it says sometimes other body parts are upside down or out of place. The most famous Shura is said to be the spirit of an evil woman who died during childbirth. Her child survived and she was stricken with grief and being separated from being separated from them. The Shura scours the land for pregnant women and babies who she cries out at in her grief. The Jumbi is said to have the ability to shapeshift into a beautiful woman in order to lure young men to their deaths. Shurals often lurk in mm. fields or hover around crossroads. So this makes me think of, you know how every, I mean, I'm assuming every, but most, most Hispanic countries, cultures, they all have La Llorona, right? La Llorona, yes. Yeah, everybody. But if you notice, that's what also, I thought. Right? If you notice also in PR, most towns have a Llorona too. Everybody has a different story of a Llorona. Yes. Like in my town, they just call her La Mujer Vestida de Blanco, right? It's just <laughs> a woman dressed in white. Supposedly, Sounds like a novela. Yeah, supposedly when you travel from. Oh, the whining woman. The town of. Quebradillas to Isabela at night. Supposedly, there is a woman who lures men, right? But supposedly, she gets in your car to the point where people get scared, end up having accidents, and die, right? There's also a story which are many. I've heard tons of these about the woman that shows up, the man takes care of her, then he goes back the next day. And her parents open the door and they're like, oh, oh she yeah. died a long time ago. Yeah, I've heard yes. that. I think everybody's so heard that people. story. There's, yeah. There's yes. one actually. Uh, something with the prom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like there's one, I think, from, from the town of Jauco, where it's the same story. But then supposedly he had given her his jean jacket the night before. So when he goes to the house the next day. You know, mom says, oh, no, that's my daughter you're describing. But she passed away a long time ago. So I guess she tells him where she's buried. And when he goes to the cemetery, his jean jacket is hanging over the tombstone. Yeah, I've heard that one in many places. Yeah, there's tons of those. But that, you know, that they have a video. um, I saw it on YouTube. Of that story itself, of someone getting in the back. I'm trying to remember exactly who it was from, but I can't recall right now. But I did see the video. It, it is kind of creepy. I mean, you I know, can tell you first somebody. Yes. I'm, oh, my God. You remember Bloody Mary? He was a kid. Oh. Yes. I was so fucking scared of that. <laughs> Bloody Mary. <laughs> you ever tried it? Nah, <laughs> Until this day. I kid, like, I remember, man. I used, to, I used to be so afraid of that. Oh, I, man, I, I did try it. I actually did try it. I... Grew the balls and did it. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Uh, like that's what I'm saying. I could tell you like firsthand. I, I went through that crossroad of Quebradillas to Isabela. Super dark. I've been through there like late at night, two, dark three in the night. morning. I've walked from one side to the. I've never seen anything, but people have their stories, right? So, uh, so uh, all right, let's jump to the next one. Uh, this pig man. What's his name? Um, Masakura, uh, Masakuraman, something like that. Uh, Ma- yeah, Masakuraman. So uh, the what? 
So many S's and A's on that name. Yeah. Masakurama. <laughs> All right. So this is a large Bigfoot-like hairy man creature that lives in rivers and waterways. This jumbie is said to appear from under the water to destroy boats and eat the people within them. People who work in the interior of Guyana often speak of Masakuraman and are afraid of running into one. The jumbie is much larger than a normal man and has big, sharp teeth. It is known it is not known whether the Masakuraman lives underwater or dwells on land, but they appear to be fantastic swimmers either way. They have great strength and are able to pull entire boats underwater. That's all they have on this. Yeah, well. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot, exactly. It's Bigfoot, right? It's, it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Uh, a Yeti, I don't know. <laughs> Which I saw. It looks, a like, it looks like a warthog, though. Yeah. He has the teeth of the warthog. Man, bear, pig. Wasn't there a I show? Guess oh, in Witcher, right? There's a character like that. You guys seen Witcher? Nope. Uh, oh my Witcher, god! What the Witcher. fuck I is wrong I with did. you guys? <laughs> you guys never seen Witcher? No, Come on, you haven't seen. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't watched it. I haven't seen what? That you? That you saying that we didn't see it? But yeah, you haven't seen most of the things we've seen. <laughs> yeah, but I watch good shows. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yo, we watch crap. What? I, ha- well, I think I think I, I can't recall watching it. That's on Netflix. That's with Hendrik Cavill, right? Yeah. Watch okay. Witcher, and then all I can say is you're welcome. It's an amazing <laughs> freaking show. All right. Who wants to talk about Slenderman? Slenderman. Moongazer. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of <laughs> shitty. It's a that, shitty that, jumpy. I thought just about just like the, this other one. I thought about the Slender Man until it says that it's uh very muscular. Okay. Even though it has very tall, long legs, and only appears during the full moon. And I don't think Slender Man is muscular, right? No. You know what? <laughs> uh, okay, I know he didn't. I know David didn't see it. Did you see um, Miss Mrs. Pettigreen and the peculiar kids? Yes, indeed. Mrs. Peregrine. Did you see the creatures uh, there that they came out? Doesn't it remind yeah. you of it? Uh, yes, I, I vaguely remember it, but yes, I think see, I gotta rewatch David it. David didn't see it. No, I, mean, <laughs> I watch good stuff, man. Like good shit. Do you really? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> he is said to be yeah, very muscular. I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's said to be very muscular and have yes. a very light. Or very dark complexion. What kind of fucking yes. description is that? Either very light or very dark. Okay. <laughs> so oh, the other terrorizes rural villages by standing with one leg on either side of a roadway, staring at the full moon. If anyone tries to pass under the moon gazer, he <clears throat> snaps together, <laughs> cutting them in half. Well, I don't know, that's kind of a corny story. It is. It's, it was not even worth mentioning. All right, so the last one we got on our list is the the Flying Dutchman. Uh, <laughs> he's supposedly he's the worst. The Dutchman jump. I know, right? And he's like not intimidating. All right. Anybody no want to read it? No, how? Huh? Well, you want to read it or I'll read it? I don't know. Whoever. Okay. You want me to read it? All right. Okay. 
It says the Dutchman Jumbie is one of the most violent and evil Jumbies of them all. No, he's not. According to the legends, Dutch settlers and visitors to the Caribbean would kill slaves and bury them with their treasures and valuables to act as guardians for the items. As a punishment for, their, for these disgraceful acts, when the Dutchmen died, their spirits were brought, brought back to the Caribbean where they haunt the landscape. There, let me scroll this up. It's like you were saying before, there are trees, dubbed Dutchman trees throughout the Caribbean. It is said that if someone climbs or cuts down one of these trees, the Dutchman Jumbie will come and cause the person to fall and break their neck or cause them to have other forms of bad luck. See, there we go again with the breaking of the neck. Applying <laughs> that I am the flying Dutchman. Oh, we live in a pineapple under the sea. Oh, really? Nice spot. Oh my god. So so that, have on them. that is the list of jumbie that we found. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they do say that there's thousands of thousands. them. So if you guys have stories, I mean, those of you listening on the podcast, drop us a review. Follow us, please. But also, if you want to send us your story, maybe, I don't know, you grew up with a different type of jumbie. We would love to hear about it. You can leave us in the comment in YouTube or just send us a DM on Instagram. You can find us at the Grim Freaks podcast. Yeah. We'll we, left out one, the, we left out the survival kit. Oh, yes. We're going to go to now. We're not done. <laughs> so now it says how to prevent. This is where you make your money right here, people. <laughs> how to prevent a jumbie encounter. All right. So the first one we already read, right, which is leave a pile of rice outside from the front door. Jumbies are a bit neurotic and must stop to count the individual grains before the sun rises. OCD. There's like OCD. OCD. There's a little rain man in there. A2, A2, A2. They got to count. Huh? The rain man. Yeah, like they, they, they have to Good count. Analogy. So uh, we got, let's see. Cross water. Jumbies are not fond of water and may give up chasing you if you cross a river or stream. Like <laughs> me and dogs. <laughs> so they, they oh, wait like till you waters. get to the last one. <laughs> All right. So if you are being chased by a jumbie late at night, walk backwards. If you are walking backwards, the jumbie is less likely to follow you inside your home. Do you well, think man. I'm going to remember that? Do you think I'm going to remember gonna run that? your ass? Dude, I mean, think about it. You're oh, shitting bricks. You think you're going to be like, oh, wait. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to do that? All right. So, uh, again, this is where the rain man comes in. If you leave a rope with many knots outside your home, the jumbie will stop and try to untie all the knots and be occupied until the sun rises when it must hide again. Again, the OCD will get the better of them. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, okay, the last one here is leave a pair of shoes outside the house. Jumbies don't have feet, and they'll try all night to put the shoes on. <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is what I'm telling you. This is like 
like when you you put all the effort into creating the story and then it's like a stupid ending it's like ah, well, <laughs> what if we uh, put shoes you know they got no feet <laughs> all right so <laughs> That has uh that has been the list of uh evil spirits from the Caribbean. <clears throat> um before we leave though, we still got time, right? Let me see. Yeah. Booger we still got <laughs> time. Booger Booger Jumpy. Booger Jumpy. I wanted to we just want to send our condolences to the family of Peter Straub, right? He was a horror author. And a collaborator with Stephen King. Oh, died okay. yesterday at the age of 79. He is the acclaimed author of horror and supernatural fictional novels such as Julia, Ghost Story, and The Talisman. The Talisman sounds familiar. Sounds, right? Yeah, it does. It does sound familiar. This is the latter, which he wrote with his close friend Stephen King. He died on Sunday in New York at the age of 79. Yeah, so. Our condolences. Our condolences to his family. So, uh, yeah, that just came out in the news. Yes, I was like, you know, this is around our theme, so we might as well just mention it. Halloween dropping. What is it? Fourteen, twelve. Yeah, uh, I think it's the. I think it's twelve. Yeah, the twelfth. The twelfth. I'm, I'm just sure. excited. It's coming out on Peacock. <laughs> I can watch it for free. <laughs> Peacock. <laughs> That's, that's why I'm excited. When I saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute! It, where is it going to stream?" It says that they're going to stream it on on Peacock. The same. But come on, it's the last one. I mean, it, you gotta I just go hope to the they theater. don't hype it up too much. Well, that's why I'm that's why I say I feel kind of excited to watch it because I feel like they haven't hyped it up much. Yeah. And to me, right, this is me, just my okay. October 14. That's when it comes out. Okay. My personal opinion, right? Um, usually when they don't hype up a movie like that, it's usually because they know they have a good product. Movies that I've seen that they hype up like like months before, they're already giving you previews and trailers, and and they're trying to create all this commotion. Usually when it comes out, it's trash. Yep. So that's what I'm yeah. judging by, and I just gonna ruin it for people. According to the story that Charles told us, that made me want to watch it more. Yes. Yes. Like I really like caught that our eye. Yes. I mean, yeah, no spoilers. All these parts with the with the little uh, what um, niece, I think it is. Yeah, that was like part four, part five. <laughs> the yes. Part three was like horrible. That's Daniel Harris. So okay, so yeah. speaking of Halloween, I need to confess something here. I know, right? I am a fan of Michael Myers Halloween movies, right? Like yes, I said earlier, I'm a fan of John Carpenter's version, part one, part two. And then part three, I feel like that's my guilty pleasure movie. I fucking <laughs> like that movie. And I know it's deemed to be the stupidest <laughs> Halloween movie ever. But did I like you just it. say, did you just like that movie? I really? do. I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it's is it the nostalgia. Music? I, I don't know. But to be honest, <laughs> I watch that movie every year. Every year for Halloween, I watch that movie. I usually try to watch part one, two, and three. But if I don't watch part one and two, I will watch part three. 
I, the only thing I liked movie. about that movie was movie. the glory part. The part where she starts working with the, with the chip. Yeah. And just blasting her. I think it was a dude or... Exactly. I don't know. Whatever. I, I literally like that had that poster from the magazine Fangoria. I remember. I had that. it up on my wall. I remember. Wow, that's that. way back. They they have Easter eggs of that movie on Halloween Kills. Really? really? Yes. Well, I read. Wait, the I didn't one, read it. So so the one I read before. That one. What was I the other one? This. The last one that came out. What was that? Uh, Halloween Kills. Okay. Yeah, they do. The the mask come out. The, and the they, I think, masks. on one scene, the radio shot, the radio tower. I believe they show it. Yes. Yeah, when I saw Halloween Kills, I mean, the mask looked better now, but they have like the witch mask and the skull mask. And there's a part where the kids are like in, 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 a, in a playground and they have the mask on. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember. Yeah, and I think Michael ends up. I think he kills right? Like, all the kids there or some shit. I don't know so the, do. the theory show. is that those people were the ones that designed Michael's mask. Ah. I don't know. Bum, that's bum. people speculating. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, bum, bum, bum. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, fun fact. What else? I tried we'll watching. See. Tried watching Phantasm this week. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I like is the sphere. The way it looks is awesome. I couldn't finish, and I'm trying. I'm trying to go back and watch like all these movies. I remember as a kid used to scare the fuck out of me. And I'm trying oh, to go the old back. Dude? Huh? That old dude that comes out there, he looks kind of creepy. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to finish them because I, I do want to watch. It's like three parts, right? Yeah. I do want to finish them, but wow. The acting is bad. I mean, of, of course, I know. You can't put yourself, you know, looking at it, comparing it to movies now. Like the whole editing, the way it's like, so and then the camera cuts. And the camera's over here. Yeah, that's like, like that's the like the movie I did with you guys. Remember? Yeah, Back it's like if they had one camera. That's it. One camera. But yeah, I don't know. I, I tried watching. I was like, uh, did you did you see the one you recommended, Charles? Uh, which one? <laughs> that um. Oh no, the Butcher uh, Baker, ba Nightmare Baker. No, no. I, I think actually, it was on Shutter. Where where did you find it actually? <laughs> well, I saw it on on cinema. Oh, I okay. actually sat through it, and uh, that's an hour and a half. I'm not gonna get back in my life. <laughs> really? What movie did I horrible see? Oh, acting? Well, it's an eighty. It's an eighties movie. What do you expect? It, yeah. Well, no. They well. <laughs> it's hard to explain. The killer itself overacted. Her part in dying. Re oh my god! It was it's a horrible. it's an eighties movie. It's an eight. No, Listen, it don't sleep like on an eighties movie because Portuguese is an eighties movie, and that movie and it was still. Great. I was watching yes. it today, and the effects are still like on. They still hold up. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a yeah. It's a. Have you guys seen Hatchet? Hatchet. No. With Victor Crowley. No, I haven't. It's hard to remember. <laughs> I did start watching. Boys. The what? We have an assignment. The hatchet? Text yes. it to me so I can remember. The hatchet. 
Yes. I got to check that out. Send me the text <laughs> so I can remember. You know, I, 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 well, I did start watching American Horror Stories. Uh, season one was garbage. I'm, I'm on season one. I think I'm on episode. The one after Christmas. That was so Danny scary. Trejo. Oh, my God. It was so Danny horrible. <laughs> but fun one. fact, I don't know. Well, if, I don't know. <laughs> Danny Trejo, a.k.a. Raul Martinez. Marchete. A.k.a. Machete. Remember you said his picture yeah. looked like uh, a Machete? But um, <laughs> in that show, in episode, I think it's two, three. Episode three is about a movie that makes everybody crazy. Oh, yes. People. For those of you who watch horror movies, the lady that works in the drive-in She's in one of the cult classics of horror from the 80s. She's from she's from I don't know her name. What movie? She's she's from the movie Creepshow. I fucking (laughs) love that's another guilty. I love that movie every year. I see Creepshow one and two. two. Every year I watch it. Every year, every year, every year. Super I've seen corny, it. I just don't cheesy. remember. Ooh. I just love it. Well, anyway, but she's the lady that she's like the nagging wife in the part where they have the Tasmanian devil in the box under the stairs. Uh-huh. I'm trying to like put that image in my head, but I so can't. She comes out in American horror stories. She also comes out, I think in Shudder, they're doing they're doing a remake of Creep Show, right? The show, right? I don't know if you guys have seen that either. I've seen the show. Oh, they're not the remake. (laughs) Not the remake. So Shudder, they they started doing Creep Show, but they turned it into a series. And they have new stories there. Oh, my God. See, talk about me, man. (laughs) But yeah, Shudder. All right. So anyway, so next week we have uh, we're going to go back to some true crime. We have uh, we have a couple of cases lined up. We just got to choose which one we want to talk about. Um, yeah. And for those of you, again, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram and on YouTube. Just look for the Grim Fix podcast. Send us a request if there's something you want us to talk about. Stories. You have your own story. You want us to read your story. You have a spooky story, a scary story, a paranormal story you want us to read send it to us send us a dm on instagram yes send us a a private message on facebook or just leave it in the comments below on youtube or uh yeah podcast you can just drop a review and say how awesome we are (laughs) how awesome yeah awesome all right so this has been the grim fix podcast till the next episode my people stay safe yeah Take care, guys.